You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. All right, welcome to the Whitetail Experience Podcast. This is your host, Byron Horton. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We have a fun one today. This is not super tactical-based. It is more, I guess there's some gear involved uh, that would maybe help you in some sort of -of out-of-state, out-of-your-house type hunting. But uh, this is a deer camp episode recorded at our annual scouting shed hunting trip. Found zero sheds. Uh, so, so not quite the, the most productive on the shed counter, but a solid uh, weekend away. Had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, good reset, everything you need. I will say, if you are looking for some more tactical type information, I have been putting my scouting videos, little thoughts, tips, tactical based information on Patreon because uh, I don't want some of this information going out to the masses and I appreciate those guys supporting the brand at a high level. With that being said, I think we're going to get into today's episode. Oh, I have an update on the Ohio wildlife, like future laws, regulations, some of that stuff. I found and am posting in my story the email address I have found to, if you need information regarding or like some of the proposed laws and have thoughts around them, to email. It's wildlife.council at dnr.com ohio.gov probably just be easier to watch the instagram story for whitetail experience i'll be posting that a little bit more regularly guys hope you enjoyed the episode uh i would say this is like deer camp story related some some gear items that allow deer camp to be good and some some pretty good laughs all right guys enjoy Turn the tunes off. Oh, we got to turn the tunes off. Well, that would make for a good little intro. <laughs> Folks, we are live at Deer Camp, Shed Camp, Scouting Camp. Yep. yep. In an undisclosed location. We might not even be in the same state that you think we're hunting. Never know. Never know with us. Bar loves to keep it secretive. We got some uh, fireball packs being passed around here. Uh, well, Dave. Damn. <laughs> Dave, Andy, and myself did uh, some scouting today, and then we just cooked up some brats, and we thought we'd uh, do a podcast here live, and uh, we, we got some, some deer camp stories for you. Yep, and we got Zoe in the building, Alonzo, he's been on the White Tail Experience from the very start, and uh, but not been featured much, been kind of quiet for the last few years, 
Here he is. Yeah. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Looking like Clark Kent and everything. Yeah. Oh, so we're we gonna man. take these fireballers. Fireball shots oh, to start it up. So for the listening that? audience, yeah, we, we have these little gas station special two ounces. I'm puking. Oh gosh. <laughs> Wait, that, there's a story right there. Last time we had fireball, me and Andy both yacked our brains out. Yeah. Oh. At, at, at the other big scouting camp. camp. Yeah. 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 Me, me and Andy, midnight. I'm yakking, and then I hear somebody come out of the other tent. I go, is that you, Andy? You need to, then the next day, you got up and had to pull some cell cameras, right? Yeah. Oh. So, like, I was, yak I was yakking, and I looked over or whatever, and you were over there yakking. I was, like, throw up, like, a rock-on symbol, like, just rock-on, just keep on yakking. This is because we were in multiple tents, and this, yeah. both of you guys ended up outside, like... Same time. Had a little moment there. <laughs> and he was about to call his wife to come again. Oh yeah, for sure. And it was a long drive. Byron pulled up. Byron pulled up. I had a nap on the way home because I was so wounded. Byron pulled up from checking trail cameras, opened the door, and rolled out of his truck. Just rolled out. I have never. No, no step down or nothing. Rolled right out of the vehicle. I have like never a, given up in the woods. But to pull the first camera, I knelt and took a knee like two times. There's there's pictures of it. You have to clip those in here on this. When you the next day when you went to go pull those cameras, one of the cameras you, it caught you on on pictures puking right or no just you wounded. You puked right before you got into the frame. Just super wounded, holding toilet paper. And no, and, and there was a buck on there camera. There was a deer looking at me as I was walking in. You were like, this deer was definitely looking at me as I was puking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, you you know you did good. You pulled all on cameras that was pretty quick and you skipped all every one of them he's like nah i'm going to yeah you had like you six to pull no, like, cool. there's three that are still down there <laughs> <laughs> hopefully oh, I know that was two years ago <laughs> they're gone he chalked them up yeah, yeah i right. was fine i woke up next day Byron, <laughs> Byron three times more than y'all he took a nap on the way home yeah you guys passed me remember i left before you <laughs> And I couldn't he was in the McDonald's parking lot sleeping. <laughs> we were driving. I was talking to you, like trying to calm you down, like, Byron, don't throw up, don't throw up. I was like, guys, I gotta. I, yeah, I gotta that was the hell of a night. That's the most wounded you've been is, as of in a recent. Long time. Because back when we really drank like that, we were in college and we could handle it. Yeah. No. All right, cheers. Cheers. Y'all are bitches. Cheers. Cheers. Guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. I already took half mine. Oh, oh, it's <laughs> happening tonight. Chase it, chase it, chase it. So chase I think, it with another drink. I think mm. the first story that needs to be told. Also, guys, watch the table noise with the the recording. What? Don't touch the table. Yeah, just Throw watch it. Don't noise. be slamming it because it'll go into the audio. This but, is a custom table. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that story will be told in a second because on the one here, Dave calls me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, when you were on the way, me and Andy right here, uh, we went to set up the tent. And uh, realized none of the the ropes were in it because this is a it's a Cabela's a Lacknack it's a wall tent it has like 16 you know poles around the edges and you, you string them all out and you pull them all tight and then <laughs> making noise over there with the strawberries and then you pull them all tight but uh, all the ropes were missing and uh, I called Byron I'm like hey you used this tent last where are all the ropes at. You're like, oh shit, they're, they're back at the house. He's like, I'm already like almost there. And you know, and he's like, but there's a Walmart like not far away. I can swing in there. And I was like, well, I got some extra rope. And I was like, let's let's do this. Let, I got some extra rope. Me and Andy will figure out what we can do with this. You swing and grab some more at the Walmart. We'll figure out a plan here. We'll get this damn tent standing. <laughs> you know, it's one way or another. And ended up being that big roll of rope that I had. 
So I have like a camping tote that's just full of just nonsense, mostly. It's just a bunch of shit. Like three things out of it get used every camping trip. But this camping trip, <laughs> that damn spool of rope that's been there for seven years, paid off. <laughs> and uh, we get me and Andy got that tent standing with that. We had tie a million knots and stuff. It was. It, it's it's raining and cold, so it was kind of a, a fight. Windy as hell. We're we're living on ropes, so we're not able to like secure everything down. So we're just trying to get this tent standing with like Holding minimal the ropes, big, biggest parachute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With like minimal ropes, and it, yeah, it was a, it was a it was just a little bit of a cluster. But we got her going though, and uh, yeah, that was almost like an immediate debacle because I mean this is what we had for the weekend yeah we're in the wall tent that's got the wood stove it's cold you know it's going to be in the 20s like this is our only chance of any warmth even though it's 99 degrees in here right now <laughs> yeah pouring sweat <laughs> yeah, so we, right beside it we, we, have, <laughs> we have taken this wall tent on on several outings out of state hunts so yeah scouting or shed hunts and like there have been times where dave stokes the wood stove so much annie and i will be like nearly naked flopped over <laughs> like sleeping bags wide over exposed so i get to the point now where i bring my own tent and i got a little buddy heater and it's noticeably cooler like than than dave's nice yeah. wood stove but i can at least go to sleep <laughs> but, i mean it's it's a fine line you know i didn't grow up like with a wood stover i don't have one like in my house yeah. you know i've never like had a cabin where i've tended one so i'm kind of learning but it's I'm usually err on the side of it being a million degrees. Dave and Dave sleeps the farthest from the wood stove, and he also like is a colder sleeper. And like me, I'm the opposite. Like I'm I sleep hot, and I want it super cold. Yeah, yeah. So I bring my own tent. <laughs> I bring my own tent. And Actually, my little buddy eater. Before we tell the raccoon story, I should tell this one as far as sleeping in the cold. So I, I uh, a couple years ago got got to be on the DeQuisto Illinois lease or whatever for a season, and I drove out there to hunt. And Heath, Cisco, and Justin were there, and uh, hunted the evening hunt. Set up my tent. By this time, it's like 9:30, and I'm like, "Oh man, like, all right, set it up." I go to get in there. I'm like, "Dude, I didn't bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> I have my oh, my shit. cot, my pad, my pillow, no bag." <laughs> Walmart's 45 minutes away, so I'm doing the math. I'm like, "Okay, 45 minute drive, 15, 30 minute jack around in Walmart, dude. I won't be back till 11:30." I said, forget it. I bundled up with all the hunting clothes I had. Slept in your boots? Bibs, boots, <laughs> like, no, just socks. I didn't do boots. But yeah, like, you know how you bring, like, maybe an extra vest and, and like, your lighter jacket just to get, dude, I loaded it up. But I did it. Been there, done we, that. Yeah, we've and, done it. In a minivan. Yeah, yeah, tell that story. We were, we were young, and I think I was in college, maybe? Or, yeah. Yeah, I had to be, I was in college. And, and we, uh. We just, we we saved up, I mean, we were saving pension pennies for gas money to go hunting. You told me you, you found know? quarters in the, the couchy oh, or college. A... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used, I used that all the time. And, but that, that yeah, the finding a change in the minivan was a different trip. Yeah. But, yeah, that happened too. But, but uh, talking about that trip, yeah, yes. we went down there, it was, it was gun season, I think. Muzz, muzzleloader season. It was muzzleloader season, so it was yeah. even later January. in the year. Yeah. And uh, we went down there, and we were like, oh, we're going we're to be able to hunt the weekend. But we can hunt two days if we just sleep in the van. But we, I don't have the gas money to You got to you drive have enough gas money to do one one down, one back. Yeah. So you can yeah. either hunt both days or only one. So we hunted all day, and then we literally slept in the minivan in, like, every single piece of clothing we had, boots, 
the whole nine yards, like, literally just woke up and just, like, that stepped was, out and went hunting. That was cheap clothing back then, too. <laughs> oh, there's all everything shit. Walmart. You know, the Thousand old, hoodies. There wasn't yeah. no nice merino. Just the Walmart layers. gray, real tree, basically. Real tree gray, <laughs> we used to call it. Because that's about three washes. It's just gray. You just got a gray t-shirt at that point. <laughs> so, so did you ever, like, wake up in the middle of the night? I've slept in my vehicle a few times and, like, started it and, like, let it run for I didn't know we slept. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't have the money. Think, we thought think it would cost us gas. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think, think like the gas light like might have been on, and we might have been like an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> Just like eh, see what happens. <laughs> well, the gas light was on when we went fishing for uh, two hours. Dude, 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 that trip. Me and Andy went fishing at the High River when we were young. I don't know if I've told a story on the podcast or not. Probably, but we went fishing maybe. 16 17 yeah we were young and uh we drove down to the high river and he had an uncle who lived down there and um he had this pond that's like way back in the woods back some two track and we're like yeah we're gonna go fish this pond and no there, there was actually two times there's multiple trips yeah yeah was the trip that was the white castle trip with the minivan or was it in the suburban Minivan, because we was digging for change in the minivan in the minivan yeah, yeah. so there's yeah we've had to walk we went to this pond two times Probably the worst two weekends of my life. <laughs> Get back on the gas one though. Yeah, we, we went there in the minivan and we were out of gas and 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 Andy lost a shoe on that trip. One shoe. Like the gas light. Just was, one. The gas light so, was on and it was on for a while and then eventually like it was still on and when you would go up a hill and let off the gas going down the hill. You'd go up a hill and let off the gas going because we passed like two gas stations. In the middle of nowhere, but they were closed. Like broad daylight. Like, yeah. You know, middle of nowhere, though. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, you were definitely yeah, we had like gas. Yeah, I had like 10 bucks to put in it, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, or I was just going to go negative on my account and just be like, I'll just go beg the bank to, to not. <laughs> forgive to my, my overdraft. Yeah, forgive yeah. my overdraft, which I did a few times. <laughs> but, uh, so, but, yeah, so, but the other trip, the other crazy trip to this pond, we went down there fishing and we had his dad's old Suburban. It's like a, it was like a 88. square body, 88, yeah. yeah, it was a square body Suburban. And we drove it, you know, all the way down to the high river, basically. We're fishing, and so there's this huge pond and big mud hole that you got to go through to get back to this pond that his his grandpa or, or great uncle, wherever he is, stocked how many, you know, big 30 fish. years ago. Which, so it's got some big flatheads in it. And so we were going to fish that pond, and we, we caught a bunch of bluegill to take up there. We had them in this tote. We had a little aerator going, a little bubbler going. And the totes like sloshing around the back. The totes not the best thing. You should have like a like some better system for for, for, for our listeners. Back in the day, Andy and Dave did some fish. Yeah, we did we a lot used to of fish a lot when we were broke. Back in the day. Yeah, broke with nothing to do, no responsibilities. <laughs> no kids. Hey, just walk down the river. You ain't bait. Nah, we'll catch <laughs> some on the way. Not nothing. Just we'll find a creek or something. Throw. It. We know we ain't got no worms. Nah, flip a couple rocks, catch a worm, catch yeah. some, catch three, four bluegills. You can go catch a flathead. That's all you need. But so we that we used to do that we basically. We fished a lot though. Yeah, we fished some catfish tournaments and stuff. Yeah, but but yeah, we did a lot of big flathead fishing. So there's this big mud hole you gotta go through to get back to the pond, and we're like, okay, you know, let's line it up, let's get ready to go. And then right before Andy Andy was driving it, right before he went to try to punch through this mud hole, I was like, wait, let's take the bluegills and stuff out because we don't want them sloshing around and losing half of them in the back of the truck. So I'm like, okay. So we take them out the back and we, I set them right, right behind the, right behind the truck. And I'm like, all right, 
Like, you're good. Ready to go. Mandy goes, wah! Hammers it in reverse. <laughs> Runs them over immediately. We baby these things the whole way down. We spent hours catching these bait and just killed them all. Killed them all. Immediately just break the them, totes in pieces. These fish are just alive. flopping on the ground. <laughs> We're like five air raiders. There goes all right because live bait. You want live bait for flathead, you know. Uh, so... We killed them all in a second. Immediately. We were throwing them in the mud puddle, in the mud hole. We and we're about a, to drive through and just like keep them alive. Like, hey, throw them in the mud hole. We had like. <laughs> we'll come back and try and net them out here later or something. Like, we had our pillows and sleeping bags and blankets in the back. And yeah. the, the wheel wells of the truck was rusted through. So like mud was just flying through, getting on the blankets, <laughs> pillows, everything we had. Mud was just coming the inside the vehicle. Cab. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go there. We, we make it through. We salvage whatever fish we can get, whatever bait we can get, and we fish. Uh, you ended up catching a big one that night. Yeah, I think I caught a big one. Um, I think we had a couple other runs, and because we only caught one fish. But for flathead fishing, if, if anybody knows, you catch one big one, like that's a good night. Um, but uh, somebody go leave. As soon as Andy starts the truck up, whole whole muffler falls off, whole exhaust. <laughs> not just like the, not just the muffler. <laughs> Like, all the way up to, like, the Cali converter. It all just, bing! They're like, oh, shit. And it's, like, raining. It started raining. So so now we're, like, laying down on the ground in the mud hole. Basically tying this whole exhaust system back on with fishing wire. <laughs> fishing line, yeah. Legit fishing line. Fishing line. It's like, we, we, we chalked up our net, cut it up, used some of it to tie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Then, so then we go down and we get back to the damn mud hole, the infamous yeah, yeah, mud yeah. hole on our way out leaving. The bait killer. Yeah, and, and he's like, all right, we stop. And we're like, all right, ready? You know, you go take this route, kind of hug this ridge here, you know, hammer through it. We can get through it. <laughs> Halfway through the mud hole, this <laughs> fucking steering wheel pops off. <laughs> <laughs> the steering wheel your comes dad, off. Your dad's truck. Yeah. <laughs> steering wheel pops like off. A, like a sweet ass GT Grant st wood grain steering wheel. Someone never screwed it on and it popped right off. I stopped. Dad smacking the middle of the two wheel drive vehicle. We were stuck. Middle of nowhere. No other vehicle would get us out. That's it. We're, we're on our own. We're 19 years old. But yeah. What are you gonna do? So we we gotta we, get out. We started uh, going, finding rocks and finding sticks. <laughs> Any kind of big tires, wood grain bark, we found it all. Just threw it all. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we 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 ended up getting out eventually. But oh man, that was a trip there. We take it back. Is it where tell his dad's like, yeah, you know, it's got you know, it's got an exhaust leak or something. <laughs> <laughs> His yeah. dad's like, all right, I'll take it over to my buddy over here at the mobile shop. You know, he takes it over there. His dad didn't even look at it. Didn't didn't even look at it. Takes it over there. His buddy comes out like, what the hell did you do to this thing? Yeah. There's fishing wire everywhere. My, yeah, my dad took it to the muffler shop and like, you know, we didn't think nothing of it. He took it to the muffler shop. Guy comes out like, sir, uh, do you know your exhaust is held on my fishing line? And my dad just like shook his head and laughed like them boys. <laughs> At least we kept this stuff, you know. All they had to do was reload it. But... And we saved it. We salvaged this whole entire 14 foot long exhaust. Yeah, it's a suburban, yeah. Yeah. We salvaged the exhaust on Old Blue. Oh. <laughs> it was the whole thing. Because it was but, still having a little held on in some areas by a couple hangers. Yeah. And we yeah. couldn't get those loose. We had no tools. No, so we didn't it was like, well. <laughs> So, that was, uh, I don't even know. We went down hole. a rabbit hole. We talked about gas and stuff back. 
when we first. Oh, back when we uh, we we slept in the minivan at night. So we were talking about camping trips. Yeah. Peyton, are you listening to volume on that phone? She's ticked Turn it down, please. All right, we had interruptions. Yeah. But yeah, we slept in the cold though, in that night in the minivan. Every stitch of Walmart clothing we had on boots and oh, all. boots and all. Guns loaded. Right when right. I first turkey hunted, uh, my wife won't listen to this podcast. Me and my, uh, my ex ex girlfriend, she would come, she would, we would we would camp in the back of my mom's exterior down yeah. there. I had some private ground back in the day in Meigs County, and they had birds. And I was like, I'm I want a turkey hunt on Saturday mornings. You dedicated her <laughs> oh, yeah. back there. Yeah. I had a ghillie suit, paintball ghillie suit. <laughs> you didn't kill suit. any, did you? No. Nah. You killed one before... <laughs> Zero before White Tail Experience, I think. But you and that, I killed the first birds, yeah. Together, together the double, yeah. double dip was Y'all both of our first up. birds. Yeah, yeah. This actually, you know, that, that video doesn't it get that phenomenal. many... phenomenal. It doesn't get that many views. It's actually no. a really good video. Nobody cares I want to watch it again. Yeah. It's, but it's like well edited. There's some cool ass shots in it. Like. Yeah, we get uh, the bird I shot on film. Yeah. What year was that? Like three years? First no. year of White Tail Experience. 16? Who, 16? So that was like when you just started editing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the the camera died after I shot mine. And then so I'm filming with the phone the whole second half of the film. And (laughs) that was a crazy story, though. You like laid down, didn't you? I laid down. I laid down. He shot over my head. I laid down. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Selfie mode. Dave Dave and I, like, first day, we got duped by a turkey that came behind us. Yeah. And we said, if that ever happens again, we'll just fucking stand up and shoot him. So the 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 second bird, my bird, that ends up dying, comes behind us. And so I said, Dave, on three, I'll stand up. You roll beneath, beneath my feet. Because I was like, the shotgun will be past you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. there's no chance I can shoot Dave. Yeah. So we said, one, two, three. Dave does like a ninja roll to my feet. And I stand up. And this bird fucking matrix my pattern at like 12 <laughs> yards. And then I pause for a second. Look at Dave. Like, I just missed a shot. And then last of Mohicans mode, run over the bank, yeah. and he's standing there at 35, and I, I hit him. Well, yeah, so yeah, so I've yeah, so I'm I, when when Byron shoots, I'm laying down on my back with my with the phone held up just and in the air mode. above me, shooting behind me. Yeah, yeah. The bird's back there somewhere. I'm just filming leaves. Just straight up. I thought me. I might have been filming some. I don't know. He shoots, misses. He gets up, starts running. I'm just running with him, just you running with the yeah. camera, just you don't know like running with my running. phone. Well, you know how hard it is too to like run with your phone through yeah. the woods, trying like, to keep it still, trying to keep it still, and then not only that, but like you're looking at the screen because I'm yeah. make sure trying to make sure he's on the screen as I'm running. I'm just running into all kinds of shit, and like <laughs> just hitting shit right in the, shit right in the face, hitting you in the head. And he shoots again, and then I think he might have shot twice. Did you shoot once or twice looking no, down the hill? When it was down the hill, I hit once. it on the first one. We dropped yeah. it, and then we ran down. And then there. he starts running more, and I'm like, I'm like, do you need any more bullets? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see, I think he's, I think I say it in the video, I'm like, do you need more bullets? <laughs> about, you know, I'm like 30 yards behind him, about to start throwing him shells. Yeah. Like, I oh, shoot this one. Yeah. But then, then what, what we didn't catch on film fully. Was I'm still filming, and we're like, oh, we do we double dip. We're all like pumped, you know. Yeah. We're we're fist bumping stuff, and this bird's laying there, and uh, he isn't moving. You know, we're like, oh, he's dead. This bird comes to life like no other thing <laughs> in my. And I, I, I for a minute there, it was still recording. I don't know if I, I pressed the button in the in the scramble, but he's like at our feet, like going crazy, you know. And I'm like a town stomping, just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like you know, I'm crib walking, trying to get it, trying to get my foot on something. That he's trying to kick me, he's trying to spur me. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like doing high knees, I'm doing plyometrics, trying to stand on this thing, you know. So <laughs> Finally, I, we I, get it. <laughs> I've seen that in a bunch of turkey videos, like guys standing on them after they yeah. shoot. But nobody says why. 
Are they going to run away? I mean, he, like he, just he had some... Does it ruin the, the feathering? He was very lively yeah. when he when he got, when he got came back to life. Yeah, like if they're, if they're flopping around, they're just... He wasn't flopping. Them. He was dead, dead. Mine was flopping when we yeah. ran up to it, and I stepped on his head yeah. as he was flopping, and he died like three seconds later. Yeah. But but his was, was, wasn't moving. It gave moving. you, or tried to. It was going crazy right under my feet. You can, I got a video clip of it. In the last like three seconds of it, it's just like <laughs> you just hear it. It's just, it's just mayhem. It's just yeah. It was it was. Crazy. I remember that day at work. Like you guys killed. I'm like fist pumping. Hell yeah! You know, first turkey down. Last day of the season. And then five minutes later, you're like, oh, we see some turkey. You know, over in the field. I'm like, yeah, All right, cool. You know, ten minutes later or half hour, however long it was, we killed another one. You know, double dip. I'm like. Screaming ecstatic in the middle of the <laughs> Yes! They killed! Dude, like, it, it was yeah. crazy. And it's, yeah, and... Because, you know, we don't hear gun. So that shit was... Oh, I, see, I walk around the woods. I don't even know what... Gobbles? Is it coming? Maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no idea but how turkey talk. Let, let's get back to deer camp, because this time last year, we, we're pretty prepared. Like, we got our food situation dialed. We got our, like, preps. Only two bins for, for gear. But you guys had a band that you did not account for last year. Oh, that was a couple years ago. Oh, the visitor in the tent. Oh yeah, yeah. It. The visitor in the tent was a couple. Good. It wasn't here. Oh, it wasn't here. It was. Where were we? We were in. Um, we were, maybe don't say. Yeah, we were. We were, were you were down there, weren't you? No, we were in a different state. Out yonder, yeah. And um, and we were camping at this. <laughs> we were camping at this campground, and uh, it was hilarious. So so we so it was we camped two nights. So Friday night. You know, we're out roaming around in the evenings, and we um, we we happened to go by. We had to throw some trash, and they had a dumpster. It was at the campground. Big green dumpster. Yeah, just a big they green thing. So so we go throw our trash in there. We see there's a raccoon in there, alive, who can't get out, you know. And we're like, ah. Oh. So we end up going and getting a uh, a big, long stick, you know, that, that reached down into the bottom. That reached, so, and we stuck it in there, like, at an angle, like, so, okay. You know, we kind of left him, like, okay, like, you know, now he can get out. Our campsite's like two spots away, maybe from this dumpster. Then that night, you know, this damn coon is is fucking with our tent like the whole night, and and Andy's like scaring it off and stuff. And then that night, no big deal. <laughs> damn, you brought a puking over there. Thinking about it. Thinking about so it. A, a is drinking these monster uh, beast. Beast six Just percenters. They yeah. are six percent. Yeah, six percent. Huh? You didn't even finish your fireball yet. Oh, no, you, you oh, finish dude, don't, me. Don't, don't, finish don't, don't, don't make him finish the fireball. Finish. You just hurt me. You want me to finish the <laughs> No, we, we don't need you super wounded. Yeah, they're pretty good, though. So, yeah, but, people that have seen the Beast Energy drinks in the stores, A-Rod is a fan. Yeah, yeah, is it the green's best? The green is the best. The green tastes exactly like a green, ener I mean, a monster energy. So, what would you say about the white? This is your yeah, first Yeah, so had a white. Yeah, the white one tastes just like the white monster energy. The one with, like, no sugar. There's tastes there, just yeah. like it. The one I'm drinking now is a uh, scary berry, which is that's just his name. It's really good though. <laughs> Are they caffeinated? Are they like a no, mini four loco? No, they're not. interesting. <laughs> I have no idea. It's a malt beverage. That's all I know. No, they're malt. It's good. Uh, there's a peachy peach that I don't. I mean, it's okay. But there's no pink monster. There's no peach monster. Yeah, I don't think there's a peach monster. Why would they make a peach? This is a scary berry. Monster. I don't think there's no. 
like very monster. There's like a fruit punch or something though. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty a, good. Yeah, no, there's, yeah, there's, there's a, like a very punch. Dracula one, isn't it? All right, oh, I'm gonna circle back to this raccoon. Right. It's pretty good though. So night number two, you know, same thing. After you it's, saved the raccoon's life. Yeah. Saved it. So now the raccoon's fucking with our tent again. We're just assuming it's the same raccoon, but it probably is. And it's in there messing with our tent. Andy's like scaring it off, shooting it off like multiple times throughout the night. I'm just like, fuck that raccoon, man. Like, you're waking me up because you're pissed off this, this That's what you take a mag flashlight Dude, then, for, so right? So, the, the, the next morning, we wake up and, like, um, a trail mix bag that we were snacking on that night is now, it was outside our tent, scattered, scattered about. 100% was inside. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 100% was inside. He, so, at we, some point in time that yeah. night, he snuck in our tent. We need to name this track in. We had, like, the uh, uh, Mr. Freebus. Freebus. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Freebus. <laughs> came in, so Mr. Freebus came into your tent. Yeah. And, and, and took our tail He might have took a honey bun. I don't know. He, he, he might have took all kinds of shit. Who knows how long he was in there? Dude, remember, I went in the woods knows, behind the tent. I found like a, um, what kind of um, ugly stick? I think I found a good ugly stick fishing pole. Yeah. Right in the, in the woods. woods. Yeah. <laughs> Usable. Brand new. Wasn't like, any not... broken eyes or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We were, little, we were in the woods finding firewood. Like a $40 fishing rod, like an 8-foot sturdy stick fishing rod. <laughs> he was no. He probably, he probably stole it from someone else. <laughs> Mr. Freebus. Mr. Freebus. <laughs> Mr. Freebus was taking all kinds of shit. That's all I know. That's a nice fishing rod. Uh, one of us still has it. I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, it's But we somewhere. still got it. For sure. Yeah, he took it. We got it. <laughs> but yeah, he, he came in our... I like woke up and he was like scurrying out the door. He's just gone. (laughs) Honey buns, troll mix, took everything. (laughs) Probably in there. It's not Bryce knocking up with Dave. Uh, He probably was for a little bit. It wouldn't so bother me, snoring. He said, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that as a pro tip. When you do these camping trips, clearly you're surrounded by dudes that snore. I, I bring earbuds with uh, Bluetooth or whatever. Yeah, I remember that one camping trip. The one camping trip, uh, <laughs> you were putting earbuds in, and I'm like, you going to sleep with earbuds? And I was like, what are you listening to? And you just listen to someone talk, but... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, do you go sleep to podcasts all the time? Most of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Most of the time, you go sleep to a podcast. How can you sleep with it, like, in your ear? So, like, in the ear, is obviously a little more annoying than, like, at home a lot of Because you so, feel it in your ear. Yeah, because you feel yeah, it, but, yeah. like, at the same time, it does black out. Yeah, what about at home? How do you sleep? No, I normally, like, if when I go to bed, it, 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 dude, I'll put up a, a podcast on, doesn't matter, 30 seconds in, I'm, a, I'm asleep. Well, I mean, Brooke's God. not snoring. You oh, know, right now, I'm sleeping in a separate room. Do you sleep with I've a been, fan? I've been getting up uh, for, for my son, and she's First. getting up with the baby. Yeah. yeah, do you sleep with a fan on or anything? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, if for it, noise. Yeah, I'll not, not really for on. noise. But. We sleep with a fan on. Yeah. But we did uh, early days. You did just earbuds with with us when it was me and you. you yeah. Just, did, just like those like, snores. Like shooters. Oh, those snores were some like foams. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'll put like uh, like yeah, like you're going to the shooting range. I'll put those in if I go sleep. <laughs> Better hope you sleep. Go to sleep before Zodas. Yeah, oh, it's right. hard too because. I put the head down. It's out. You'll be up first because yeah. you ain't going to sleep. <laughs> I usually fall asleep by the fire and then work my way back in here. I've some seen that time. before. <laughs> yeah, last, a last year he sent me a picture at like ten thirty, night number two, of scouting trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave was. I looked out and Dave was like sleeping by the fire. His boots was kicked up on the fire ring, probably catching on fire. I have no idea. <laughs> I got melted rings in my Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he, he came to sleep and it was real windy. 
and I went to go take a piss or something, and I unzipped the front door, and that was the uh, direction the wind was facing, and uh, the wind just windy. caught the tent, and it blew up, and I was scared. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I couldn't shut the door. The wind was just taking over. <laughs> I finally got the door shut. <laughs> it was scary. I uh, put my head under the covers and went to sleep. I was like, hope for the best. We might blow away. Oh. Blow right off this hillside. Dave's out there just sleep by the fire. Yep. Slip through he, it. He's out there sleeping. <laughs> it was a bad... Yeah. It was crazy. rough. It was a rough night. It wasn't raining. No, no but it yeah, was just it was like just, windy. Just real windy. No, it felt good. It was like uh, we going to find any sheds tomorrow? Nope. Yeah, we'll find one between the hmm. four of us. Nope. 1,500 sheds. I had shed bucks on, on trail cam today. I was like, dude, I got to be close. Yeah, me and Andy found some uh, some pretty good signs today. We we got a like a location. We we wanted to check out this area in general, and we found a spot like a spot. But you know, how you gotta find a spot within the spot mm -hmm. type thing. So we were scouting out this area, um, and we found like if you're going to come in here and hunt, here's where you want to hunt. You know. Yeah. And so we so we found that, and so that was good, and um, you know, so I mean, it's a yeah. I mean, it could be. Do you think, there was uh, oaks around. It could be early season, or it could be. I've been marking rough. a lot, so, lot of oaks. I feel like in the past five, six years, I've been marking a lot of beds, and and I'm next year hopefully getting a little more evening hunts. I've been marking like the first white oak close to this bedding area or whatever. Yeah. Just hopefully, you know, I'm not a good bed hunter. That's just not my game. But but maybe maybe that'll I don't know increase my my chances kind of knowing the first better oak towards some of the bedding that I've marked. Yeah, I'm, I can't do the bed thing either that much because like you're banking your entire like effort for that entire evening on- If he's laying there. If he's laying there, yeah. you know? At that moment, yeah. Not only that, but then he's gotta come your way, you know? Come your way once he wants Now you can find, finding the bug beds is one thing, finding out, figuring out where they're, go where they're going is also difficult. Now I know I've heard like Infault say, there's going to be, um, usually there's one beat down trail coming out of a buck bed. That's where he's leaving every night because he's going to the same area every night. Whereas when he's coming back in the morning, he's coming in from different directions because he might be coming in from different wind directions. So he might be jay hooking in differently and whatnot. So you're not going to get like a beat down trail coming into the bed. You're going to get a beat down trail leaving because he's usually going to towards the same food source. So I've heard that. I've kind of looked at beds. I've kind of tried to do that. I don't know. It's I, I find it really difficult to be like to hunt when I'm not confident in the spot. And it's like, ah, well, I got one bed here that I know is a good bed. There's a good wind for it. He should be bedding there on this wind. I should sit here. And it's just like, ah, it's really hard for me to be like banking my entire evening on that. You know, I don't get that many evenings to go hunt so it's like i'm banking all on this i'd rather take a higher percentage chance like like an oak flat near like a handful of beds i've found sure you know i'd rather take that kind of higher percentage chance than you know you got a, a higher play to see deer not even just yeah. bucks but just see deer yeah yeah i know i mean that's that's kind of the way i've kind of leaned towards if you know if i was hunting you know like some of these big buck killing guys they hunt 70 80 90 days a year mm. you know it's it's another that's you can do that then you know <laughs> yeah. you know i'm on when i can <laughs> you know and it's you know it's it's increasingly gotten less 
here as of late, but you know, kids are getting older. You know, maybe I can start getting back in the woods more, but I'll right. never be to that level. Yeah, you're getting to the uh, activity stage of kids. Yeah, right? now they're gonna start doing shit, yeah. which is fine, right? Like that's yeah, that's just the stage of life, right? Like yeah. And I uh, played sports. If we played sports, I never, I never wanted to be a coach. Yeah. You know, even though I played, you know, all the sports and stuff, you know, when I played football through college, I never was like, oh, I want to be a coach. And now immediately I'm like basically thrown into coaching. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like after the first like week and you see that it's just like d- d- no, no parents want to. And then finally somebody will like, okay, I could do it. Then, then I see them coaching, you know, Peyton's team, and they don't know a thing about the sport that they're coaching, mm-hmm. even remotely. I'm like, okay, like I'll do it, <laughs> like I guess. And so I did that for like, like a couple seasons of soccer, which I didn't even play soccer, but you know. And then now I'm just like, okay, I'm just a designated coach now, you know. Yeah. At least I don't, you know, I have girls, so you know, if I had some like crazy athlete boy who was going into like potentially going D1 good sports like I don't think I I don't want to go that I don't want to go to that level of coaching even remotely you know I know a lot of uh, a lot of ex-players get into coaching you know you've been coaching right Zoe? yeah yeah you were you were helping with high school high school yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I used to referee a little bit for side hustle cash Never, uh, I guess I coached back in the day. I coached diving in the summer and then lifeguard. What's your plans for Brody? Because you got a, you know, you got a, a boy, you yeah. know. Are you planning on being his head I coach his whole life? Or? No, I secretly hope he, he goes to basketball, not soccer. <laughs> Even if he does basketball, I mean, you're probably you're out of his, out of all the parents of his yeah, basketball sure. teams until he gets to middle school, you're probably going to be the. The one who knows basketball the best. Oh, guaranteed. Sure. You're going to be. <laughs> you need to play some yeah, defense. It, like, yeah, yeah that, that, that'll, you know what, but that'll be a blessing. When yeah. that day comes, yeah. Let's line it up. My hunting days will be limited, whatever. But then you get to that point somewhere you've been coached. Say you've been coaching him from when he's, a, when he's five and starts soccer up to when he's, you know, 13 and heading into high school. You gonna just you just gonna be able to just let it go sure. and just be like, oh, I'll just let the high school coaches do it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, no, you're gonna have to be the coach your entire life. Oh, dude, and I'll probably you're gonna be the coach your entire life. I'll probably have to like, dude. I'll, I'll I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you this, you're pretty skilled too. Like you're not just right, right, right. Like Joe Schmo. but like, yeah, I would probably get Brody like his own trainer ish, and we do some one on one stuff. Like, yeah, I I see that happening. I did that. Like, I did some speed training in the off seasons and. Um, had some additional coaching at the age of uh, 10 through 13, like, to, to kind of set myself up a little better. My parents... I didn't get none of that shit. What is he, yeah. three or four? Me and Andy was playing on the streets. On <laughs> the streets. <laughs> the asphalt. We did, literally. Yeah. You get pushed down a couple cars, you're like, oh, yeah, a person's no problem. Usually you line, <laughs> you usually you find a spot on the street where the cars are parked at so you can use the cars as touchdowns. Yeah. So you, you, know, you find, like, car. you find a good distance there, like, hey... You know, so and so's parked here, so and so's parked here. We got like yeah. a good little forty yard stretch. We're playing three on three, two hand tag in the street. Curbs are out. Yeah, curbs are out. <laughs> and you get you get three downs every time. It'd be awesome it's all it's curb. all toe touchers. <laughs> all all curb all curb toe touch awesome catches. <laughs> all right, well we're gonna wrap this podcast up. I think we're gonna play some Uno or Yahtzee here at Deer Camp Shed Camp. Yeah. Some Racco. Some Racco from 1979. I don't think I've ever played Racco. It's easy. It's made before you're born. It's a numbers game, accountant. You'll be all right. All right. 
Team Harder and Bucks, we're out. We're out.